three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. everybody thank you so much for listening this is the real pineapple this is your humble co-host hunter and welcoming back to the podcast and to the lovely state of nevada we've got colin here colin how you doing buddy i'm good hunter thanks for having me in person i know it's so in case you so as i just mentioned colin moved back to the great state of nevada um where there is no um, battleborn yeah where there is no state tax sorry california and <laughs> dude i remember i live in california man i remember the first time i got my first paycheck and i was like oh man first paycheck and it just seemed like almost 40 percent of it gone i was like what the fuck and like some of it was federal i'm like all right fine but that's state tax and that was great beaches in california but True. High taxes. Yeah, <laughs> but that, and that was 13 years ago. I know it's gotten worse since then, which just, oh, God, just even thinking about that hurts Well, me. that's why Reno's blowing up right now. Yeah. yeah. All the tech companies got their big warehouses out in Fernley. Yeah, thanks, thanks Tesla. But, uh, that's but, right. But, uh, but welcome back, sir. And, Thank you. Uh, so we, we're going to be reviewing uh, Stuber. Stuber, yeah, that's how you say it. Uh, Stuber tonight. But before we get on that... Uh, our our lovely friend Colin here was unable to make the uh, Spider-Man Far From Home review because he was sick. Um, and then I have a, a quick uh, diatribe to go on, uh, which I know is so uncommon for this podcast. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to you, Colin, real quick. And I'm going to give you a couple minutes here. Give us your thoughts on Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, we already did the spoiler review, which if you have not listened to, you can check that out on all of the uh, platforms that we're normally on, uh, which we'll list here at the in the podcast as well. So, uh, Colm, floor is yours. Talk to us about Spider-Man. Can I ask what you gave it? Uh, I gave it fan-fucking-tastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. That's I just, what I thought. I, I just, <laughs> I, I just left. So, me and Colm actually saw it together, and... So, as you know, um, like I said, we've already done the spoiler review, but if you haven't seen it, here comes a giant... We're about to spoil it again, so just, if you haven't seen it, fast forward like 10 minutes, you'll be fine. Um, That that mid-credit scene alone, I went, okay, this, it would have been an A just off that alone, because mid-credits just blew my fucking mind. Um, What was the mid-credits? Daily Bugle. Oh, yeah. Jameson. Yeah. like He's back. Yeah. Like that, when I saw that, I went, holy shit. Like that, so... so Blo- like, It's going to blow... It's going to mess up my whole way I think about things. Right? Like, no, he was... He's the same Jameson that was in yeah. the first movie. Yeah. You can't have the same actor. It, it fucks with my head. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I was so happy. And just... Alea will tell you too that my jaw was if it could hit the floor it would have been on the floor because yeah. I my, I was like what am I watching? that was crazy that was crazy yeah for sure and and Jake Gyllenhaal I thought was just was brilliant as Mysterio mm-hmm. and I yeah I love that movie but Colin the floor is yours go ahead sir yeah I think when when we sat down to start watching it first I like how it opens and it addresses. Like everything that happened during Endgame in like a really funny high school like in informative news piece yeah. <laughs> that plays in the high school. Like I like that it you, that's the way it tied you into like post Endgame, which this is the first movie post Endgame, right? Correct. Yeah, so that was cool. 
I, I like the style of like Spider-Man Homecoming and then now Spider-Man Far From Home and that it's that kind of high school um, style kind of coming of age type of movie yeah. that's going on with Peter Parker chasing after uh, Mary Jane. Like that's all he actually really cares about and he just happens to like, he's like, oh dang it, I have to save the world again. Like I love that, <laughs> I love that style of story that plays out. In these movies, and they did a, a really awesome job with it. Um, yeah, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal, Dude. he he comes he comes in and, and he's helping, and I was so confused because I was like, I always remember Mysterio as bad guy. Yeah. So what's happening right here? He's he's the friend. I should have known better that the twist was going to be coming later on. But the twist was awesome. And it hurts when it happens. Yeah. It's just like, oh. But like, he but but they tied like way back down into like Civil Tony War. Stark like yeah. Civil War days. Yep. So I like the way they reached that far back yeah. into like that's the origin of Mysterio. I was like, really surprised they actually did that. I was like, "Oh, cuz cuz that's not out of the comics. He's just a failed uh like visual effects." Yeah. They but, gave him a cooler backstory. Agreed. To fit into the MCU that they set up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I, and um, the way Mysterio plays out, I, I I think some of it was hard for me to be like, okay, wait, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> we have drones everywhere, but the drones are so good at what they're doing that it makes like all of the holographic images feel real to everyone. Yeah, that was a that was a hard pill to swallow, but it was still awesome. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get you. Like. It creates for these amazing visual effects, that's for sure. Dude. And, like, you know, it can create these scenes where, like, Spider-Man feels like he's tripping out because he's just in the holographic world. So I want to bring that up to you because since since you've played the, if you have not played it, pun very much intended, the amazing Spider-Man PS4 game, when you fight uh, Mr. Negative, you get put into that kind of that, like, negative zone where you're mm-hmm. fighting these, like you know, these creatures that you don't know if they're real or not. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to how they portray Mysterio in here, and you're yeah. kind of like... And and I knew it was good when even as I'm watching the movie, I went, I don't know what the fuck is real right now, and that's freaking me out. Yeah, no, it made for really suspenseful scenes, the way that Mysterio was fucking with Spider-Man. Yeah, and, and, I'll, and I'll be, the full disclosure, I did have a couple edibles before you went, <laughs> so, so I was sitting there yeah, like... you're tripping. Dude, I was, I was like, oh shit, oh shit, I was like, Mysterio, stop fucking with me. Like, yeah, I I had the pleasure of sitting in the seat um, in the aisle behind Hunter, so I got to just watch all of Hunter's reactions to the movie. So that really bumped the movie up a notch for me, I have to say, personally. Um, yeah, so the, the the special effects were really good. Um, you know, it's Spider-Man, Marvel movies in general, there, there's going to be some horse pills in there. You know, the, the few things that are hard to swallow, it, like, completely, like, realistically... But it's still a comic book movie. Like these are still based on stories that were written for comics, um, and they're translating it in a way that's still very believable. I'm like, okay, I, I think we're getting close to technology that could pull that off. Oh, but obviously, oh, yeah. like we're we're talking about Tony Stark and, and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a whole different universe. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It I I like the storylines where it's just Peter Parker. Like, hanging out with his buddies, chasing after girls. Like, that whole high school vibe of Spider-Man. It's really fun to watch. And then the action was awesome. So, I, just coming after off of Endgame, this is like... It was it was right what we needed. Um, but it's... it's I'm, after just seeing Endgame, where that's like the fan-fucking-tastic 
of fan fucking tastics, at least for me in these MCU movies. Um, yeah, this one's probably solid E plus. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, and I could be wrong. I feel like you gave in in game. I think we both gave an A plus. I feel like. Okay. I feel like we did. Did we? I, I think, think I, I thought I'm we like ninety nine percent sure we both. I gave thought we gave it fan fucking tastic. I, I think we both gave it a, a pluses because we thought. There was some stuff in the middle that got a little contrived. Mm. I feel like we both gave it a plus. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I I, th- I think this is it, it's it's comparable, but I, I mean, I I just think like the the gravity of everything that was happening in Endgame is kind of like what I'm thinking of, like where this is just like it was a, it was a good side story. Okay, you know where it's where you know you you have Mysterio fucking about and Spider Man takes care of him. That's like, fair. Uh, but it's like the entertainment value of it. It's it's way more lighthearted than Endgame. Yeah, like it way is. more of it, like an easy watch. I, I, see, I <laughs> there's think not a bunch of people dying and you have to cry the whole time. <laughs> see, I think we I think we needed that though after Endgame because yeah. Endgame is just I mean you're dealing with Tony Stark dying. Yeah, and it is such a I mean, you know I mentioned it in in uh, yeah I this one had Happy and and Aunt May too. Yeah, that was uh, good. Um, yeah, <laughs> I. I you know I even said during our uh, Infinity War review, which if you have not listened to, you should, um, that you know Cap, th- that Cap and Tony were, gar- were goners, and technically I was kind of right because Cap, while he didn't die, quote unquote, he's no longer Captain America. We have a new Captain America, which I'm stoked for because Anthony Mackie gets to take up the shield and the mantle. Which fuck yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite comic book runs in the last decade. So I'm that'll be a good movie. That. And then, um, as long as he can throw the shield, yeah, he, he's got to throw the shield. Which is one of the hardest laughs I got in uh, Far From Home when Happy tries to throw a shield. How does Cap do this? Yeah, I, I laughed really hard. That was at that. great. I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, all yeah. right. And then we got to watch Tony Stark die, which was yeah. again knew it was coming, but it was like, oh, <laughs> like this is a bummer. Like, so I, I'm also at the disadvantage of reviewing this a week after I saw it too, because I feel like right when I was leaving that theater, I was probably right at a fan fucking tastic too. And because it's fun, it's a fun, like I would go see this movie again in theaters. It's fun. So I had to wipe tears away because, like as I mentioned in our review, I had gone through and I watched I watched every single Spider-Man movie with the exception of Into the Spider-Verse within like a week span. Yeah. And just the way they have not done Spider-Man correctly is very anger-inducing for me because Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel, is my favorite comic book character ever. And so just seeing those two really derp, amazing Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man movies and Spider-Man 3 and Spider-Man 2, which is not a good Spider-Man movie, I don't care what anyone says, and the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man, which I really do think is a great movie, but... Just seeing how Spider-Man never reaches potential, and it's really kind of mind-boggling that um, the guy who directed Cop Car <laughs> goes ahead and goes two for two on his first two Spider-Man films. That's kind of fucking nuts to me, but... Uh, Cop Car was good. Cop, Cop Car was really good, and, and I had to when tell the kids people, steal it? Yeah. Like Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Oh, that's a great movie. No, it's a great movie, but a lot of people didn't see it. I remember oh, telling people... Uh, you gotta see Cop Car. Yeah, Cop if Car you're, is excellent. Yeah, if you're not seeing Cop Car, I highly recommend, but... Uh, yeah, I would recommend, but... 
Okay, so A plus. That yeah. is that is more than cool. That's more than fair. So tell me about American Airlines. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so so because of the rules, uh, I'm not sure if, sure if the rules of slander are. So I'm gonna say slander. it's a. Uh, You're just telling a story. Yeah. We'll just talk. We'll, we'll just call it. Uh, uh, let's call it Airlines B or Airlines A. We'll just call it that. So. Um, the reason why our Dark Phoenix review, which if you have not listened to, uh, you should, uh, Dark Phoenix, spoiler alert, not good, uh, but the reason that review was late is because I got delayed two days, um, in Boston when, uh, Alea and I went back, uh, for her, uh, sister, uh, Cam- uh her sister, uh, Cambria's graduation, which, uh, happy belated, by the way, uh, Cambria, uh, so excited for you to go to college, um, so... <laughs> So we got delayed a couple days, so we were supposed to fly back on a Monday. We get to the airport, and fucking hour, like an hour 15 to spare, you know, getting the TSA. And basically, as we pull, pulled into the airport, they were like, oh, yeah, your flight got canceled. There's no rebooking or anything. Come back tomorrow. So it's like, that doesn't sound like something a good airline would do. I agree. It sounds like, like something terrible that... And, uh, that <laughs> oops, uh, that airline A would do. Pardon me, <laughs> almost dropped the name again. So, uh, so that happened on a Monday. Like, like a similar A to like the A in USA. That that is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. it, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so we so we come back on Tuesday. Um, we board the plane. The plane is delayed by an hour. They said, "Hey, there's something wrong with the engine," but we're figuring out which you know is. Something you totally want to hear when you're thousands of feet in the air. So, so <laughs> oh, they told you that in the air. They do, so, so they told us that. So we didn't take off. They were oh, like, okay. hey, there's something off the engine. I'm sitting there like, oh, that's not good. And so I'm sitting there in my seat watching Captain Marvel because they're like, it's an eight hour flight, so get comfortable. Like, all right, cool. So, <laughs> so just like got the Marvel movie started. Yeah, I'm like, all right, early. fine, fuck. So I got halfway through Captain Marvel and I said, oh yeah, we have to deboard the plane. It's like, oh boy. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So we deboard the plane. I would have cried. I, dude, I was, so at this point, I was so frustrated. I was like, fuck, okay. So we get off the plane. They have this delayed for another two and a half hours before they fly out go, oh yeah, this plane's not going anywhere. But because they delayed us for so long, they couldn't get us on another flight to get us home that night. <sighs> So then we had to wait until Wednesday. But here's the real kicker. Um, they had the nerves to go, oh, hey, we're going to compensate you for this. So they gave us um, $10 meal, meal vouchers. Wow. Which, if you've been to an airport, you know you can buy uh, Jack and shit with $10 meal vouchers. Maybe a soda and some floss. So I was like, that's that's great. So What a way to treat your customers. Right. Your fine-paying customers. Right. So I'm upset. I'm really cranky, and we had this wonderful lady who helped us out, and um, and I, I won't say her name on here, but she was absolutely delightful, and she gave us like eighty dollar meal vouchers a piece, right? Because she was like, "Look, we we fucked up. I'm so sorry." Da da da. I'm like, "Oh man, cool." So I think we have what hundred sixty dollars in meal vouchers. So I'm like, "Hey, let's treat you know treat yourself. Let's like we're stuck here. Let's let's you know let's have some fun with this." So we go to this nice Italian restaurant in the, uh, in the uh, in the airport, and we go. Oh, okay, cool. So it's like we can't pay for you can't pay for alcohol with those because because lame, and we're like, all right, that's fine. I'll pay for the meal. They go to use our vouchers. Only twenty five dollars worth of the vouchers work. So I had to cover a like 
I had to cover like a bill for for our dinner. I was like, that's super fucking awesome. Like I was still, oh, man. like I was really expecting to spend a hundred dollars on this meal. So, and then the real kicker on top of that is we um they said, oh yeah, we'll get you guys a hotel room. We'll comp you a hotel room. The closest hotel to us was forty miles away, which with Boston traffic in the morning, we wouldn't have made our flight the next yeah. morning, which was six thirty. Yeah. So we had to sleep in the airport on cots. So they said, "Hey, we'll go ahead and we'll give you, you know, we'll put the cots in like a, uh, in like a uh, quiet spot, right?" They put us in the term, uh, <laughs> they put us in a terminal with baggage claim. So I just have people are coming in from like ten o'clock at night, to like one in the morning. <laughs> so Alea at this point is exhausted, and and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm like I, I'm mad because my girl's mad and she's mad, and I can't fucking do anything about it. Um, it's it's beyond frustrating. If any guy or girl who's got a significant other, you know how that frustrating that shit is. So she's sleeping. Um, I didn't sleep that night. I stayed up all night so that she could get some sleep because she needed it more than I did. I was like, yeah. fuck. I was like, I got my tablet. I'll watch. I, I rewatched Jessica Jones and some Daredevil. I was like, all right, I'm good. Got some Mike Tyson mystery saved on here. I'm golden. I can stay up for, you know. So I, I like the picture of you just watching Mike Tyson mysteries in the Boston airport at like 4 a.m. Oh, dude, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> well, it's funny. Uh, Kyle called me like at midnight and I talked to Kyle for like an hour. He was just oh, like, really? Yeah. So, so Did he see like your post on yeah, Facebook or something? He, he saw my Facebook post and he, he was like, dude, what's going on? So I filled him in and he was like... Wow, that's not great. I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty shitty night. Wow. But, but the one laugh, so I got two laughs out of the, the Tuesday night staying up all night. I was up all night, so I'm sitting there on my cot, just on my tablet, just like, God, this blows. And this lady just sits down next to me. This lady I've never met before, yeah. never talked to. She's like, she just sits there. Like, oh, hi. I'm like, hello. She's like, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. And she was like, okay, that's good. And I kind of looked around, and there's like open seats everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck are yeah. you doing sitting next to me? So I finally looked at her. I was like, miss? And she's like, yeah, sir. And I'm like, why are you sitting next to me? And she was like, oh, is this not a seat for the airport? I'm like, no, this is my bed. And she looks at me, and she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Gets up, walks away. And at that point, I just went, oh, my God, I hate Boston so much. Like, I hate, like, like, I hate this city so much. And so... We finally get on the plane like at six forty five and get home like like at two o'clock Pacific time. Um, at this point I missed an additional day of work and like my manager is like fault I have my manager on Facebook and she's like, Holy shit, you're still in Boston? I'm like, Yeah, I'm not happy about it. So the only joy I got is that this asshole dude, like at one in the morning after Leigh had passed out and I was like, you know, stroking her hair, I'm like, Okay, get some sleep, I'll stay up, I'll wake you up, which, you know, I didn't, but um, and so this guy comes in wearing like Boston Bruins gear, like decked out, right? And he looks over at me, like, like trying to comfort Leia, and he, and he chuckles, like like a real dick chuckles, He's like, huh. and I was like, I'm sorry, sir, can I help you? And he's like, Oh, nothing, just looking. And so at this point, <laughs> I hadn't been sleeping. I was I was pretty hungry. I was just, I was pissed off. I was like, you know what? 
I, so I look at, I, I stand up, and I'm maybe about 10 feet away from the guy. I'm like, you know what? I fucking hate this city. I don't even watch hockey, but I fucking hate the Bruins. I hope you guys lose to the goddamn Blues tomorrow night. Like, I was so upset, and luckily, I got my wish, because the Bruins didn't win the Stanley Cup, and you know what? Good. I'm happy you didn't win your stupid Stanley Cup, and this guy just glares at me, so we have this stare down for, like, 30 seconds, and he just scoffs grabs his back and walks off. But that is the, one of the few moments of joy I was able to take from being stuck in the airport is that the Bruins didn't win the stupid Stanley Cup. So I've been arguing with this airline for about two and a half weeks to give me my $200 and change back for my return trip. They will not do it. They had the nerve to go ahead and go, oh yeah, here's a $100 voucher. I'm like, that doesn't even cover a round trip, like a one-way trip. Why the fuck would I? So... I'm keeping the goddamn voucher. So I gave him like a week off of as far as calling him. I was calling every day. Yeah. So now, uh, Saturday, I have time. I have nothing to do on Saturday. So that will be my Saturday. Is I'm going to wake up like at 7 in the morning. I'm going to call uh, this airline. And I'm just going to bug and be like, look, I got trip protection on this shit. Why the fuck you're not giving me my money back? It's kind of beyond me. And... Yeah, so that's going to be my Saturday. So, nice. Um, to this airline that rhymes with American, um, I fucking hate you. I will never fly you again. I flew United on the way to Boston. Absolutely delightful. Had no problems at all. But, but, American, uh, this airline's, yeah, fuck you guys. I, I, oh my God, I will never fly you again. Even that voucher. I'll probably get a voucher away. I don't even want the voucher. Like, I, I yeah, if, I, mm. Yeah, so that was my Boston trip. But meeting Alea's family and everything, well, you guys were all absolutely delightful. But, but <laughs> no, they were great. It's just, it was the fucking trip home. It was, yeah. you know, I made the joke. It was like, it's tough. I made the joke. It was like, home, you know, like, like Homeward Bound, the Hunter edition. I couldn't get, like, get back to fucking Reno. <laughs> like, and yeah, that's all because of American. So thank you. Really appreciate how incredibly shitty you guys were. So. Fun fact, too, there is no customer service line for claims. You have to do it all through email, which I went, that's wow. convenient. I of went, course, that's, that's, right. that's how it is. Yeah, I was like, that's convenient. So, yeah. yeah. Or fax, pardon me. So, yeah, it's email or fax for claims. So, yeah. So, American, you're fucking terrible and I hate you. So, all right. Got that out of the way. Stuber, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about something I, I'm going to be honest, I was surprised I liked it as much as I did. I really enjoyed this, and Colin will tell you because I was mid-sipping my daiquiri, and there's this one line about this male strip club smelling like balls. I definitely may or may not have spit up some of my daiquiri onto poor Colin. Which, oh, he definitely did. Yeah. And a little bit on the guy sitting next to oh, me. Oh, did I get the guy next to Yeah, because afterwards he, like, wiped his oh, leg. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I feel like an asshole. I did not. He played it off fine. Okay. I don't well, think he got a lot on him. Okay. But well, at least a draw. Well, that, well, that's, he got a lot on me. Yeah. Sorry, and I was just that. like, God damn it, Hunter. So sorry, man. <laughs> Control yourself. Yeah, he, just, he caught me <laughs> off guard saying that script got smell like balls. I'm sorry. But, uh, but, but it's... <laughs> it was very funny, though. Yeah, it, it made me laugh. But uh, this movie stars, of course, Dave Bautista, who, dude, he's become... He's become someone in quite in demand. Like, I mean, he, I mean, he's no, I, I think it's fair to say, he is no Dwayne Johnson. But, mm. I mean, we, we both love The Rock here. Like, we're both fans, big yeah. fans. But, well, plus, objectively, The Rock pulls in cash money. True. He, like, his 
movies make money. But let, let's talk, I mean, dude, he's uh, he's going to be in the Dune remake, which is fucking awesome. If you've talked to me about movies, you know I love Dune. Uh, he, of course, is Drax, uh, the Destroyer, in the Guardians of the Galaxy films, and in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. And uh, he was, of course, really important in fucking uh, Blade Runner 2049, which has one of my favorite opening scenes in the movie in the last three years, at least. Like, yeah, I that's lo- a, it's a sick fight. Yeah, I mean, you get him in, you know, the Ling, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Where there's, there's a Ryan Gosling joke in this movie. Yeah, which made me laugh really hard. So, so, I'm re- so I will say, as a fan of his from his pro wrestling days, I'm just happy for Batista. I'm like, dude, good for you. Like, he... He bet on himself, you know. He said, "Look, I'm gonna be an actor." It seems like he's taking this shit seriously, and he he's doing well for himself. And we get a mini Guardians of the Galaxy reunion for like five minutes before before Karen Gillian gets killed off. Which yeah, which I will say, I just I love Karen Gillian so much, and uh, she yeah, was, it was sad to see her die. Yeah, she was great in uh, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle, and I'm excited, yeah, I'm excited to see her in the uh, in, in the in the uh, new one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's oh, she's just so I, I will refrain from just talking about like how she's a tall, gorgeous redhead and all that fun stuff. But I just love her. I just love her acting, and uh, I'm getting more into Doctor Who. So I've actually seen a little bit of her. I'm like, okay, she's she's actually really fucking good. And I think I'm the one person who watched Selfie, even though I thought that was a really good show. It's just a shitty title, but she's in this and. I would actually watch her in a cop movie. I was like, okay, she's actually, like, she's got some shops here. And so the movie opens up with Batista, uh, Batista's Vic Manning and uh, and Karen Gillan's uh, Sarah Morris hunting down this, uh, uh, this, this drug dealer, which I will say, if there's a, a small complaint about how it starts, the action, it does kind of that shaky cam, kind of boring shit, but not done as well, where... I was like, okay, cool. I can see like a frame here and there, but some of it, I was like, okay, like, can we steady the camera so I can see, you know, the punches and you know the gun, the gunshots and all that. But they go ahead and they hunt this uh, this drug dealer down, and the drug dealer and Sarah get into a uh, uh, <laughs> a, a kerfunkle, uh, <laughs> as it were, and he ends up shooting her point blank range in the gut. Which when it happens, I went, oh damn, that that sucks. And because I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, "Why isn't Karen Gillan on the poster?" Oh, that's what I was like. That makes sense. And so she gets killed. And I will say, Vic, if I had to hold Karen Gillan in my arms and watch her die, I'd be mad as hell too. <laughs> like he just like he does. He's a step away from doing the Darth Vader. No, like he's he's right there from doing it. But mm-hmm. but he actually did sell the emotion of it really well. So it jumps forward six months later, and uh. I, I, I can never say his last name. The guy from Silicon Valley, uh, Kamal... Kamal, Kamal Ninjani. Wow, well done. Yeah, I've, we, I've heard it. Okay, that, that was... Damn. Yeah, Kumail Ninjani. Thank my you. Dude. Thank you, sir. Well done. That's what I'm here for. That's uh, why I get paid the big bucks. Yeah, that, yes, sir. Um, that was, God damn, that was really good. But he plays Stu, and... <laughs> you know what's funny, too? Was I had no idea what the title of the movie meant. Oh, did you? Oh, oh, before okay. we went in. I guess I missed the... I don't know if they say his name's Stu in the trailer. I would think that would make sense. But I, the first time he said his name is Stu, and, he, and then I realized it was Stu Uber. and Uber, I was just like... 
I like this movie. So, so, so it's funny. I didn't know his name either, and so I was kind of, I was confused too. I was like, Stuber, why? And I was like, okay, that's actually pretty fucking clever. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And and make no mistake, this movie is a giant advertisement for Uber. Do not misunderstand. Like, but as someone who uses Uber, well, it's just a vehicle for the plot. I love so much you made that plot. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I had that one ready, and I'm kind of mad you took it, but that was very well. Uh, you could use sneaky boots, but <laughs> but you know, I do appreciate the fact though that um, the movie knows it's silly, but there are some emotional beats. I was like, oh, all right, this this, this is actually working surprisingly well. Um, I love uh, Kumail's boss. Yeah, who played by Jimmy Tatro? Yeah, Richie. Yeah, the genius from. Uh... <laughs> What's that Netflix fake documentary? American uh, Vandal? Oh, yeah! American Vandal. That's what he's from. He's okay. the one that was accused of drawing the dicks. That's right. <laughs> oh my... Okay, so this... He's this, so good. So this movie, and and this has not happened in a while, where I've been seeing... I'm seeing these actors and actresses and stuff, or in this, and I'm going, what do I know you from? Yeah. Like, like I whispered over calling a couple times because uh, uh, Vic Manning, uh, Batista's character's da- uh, daughter, is played by uh, Nally uh, Morales, who plays Nicole. And I was trying so hard to remember what the fuck I knew her from. And it was yeah, driving me... I was too. It was driving me nuts. And she plays Lucy, who's Tom's mm-hmm. girlfriend on Parks and Rec. Yeah. And I was like, that's where I know her from. Okay. <laughs> she and, was originally bartending the night when he had the snake juice out. Yeah. And he like ran up a tab that was like crazy big. Yeah. <laughs> he had to come in to get his card the next day. Yeah. And I was sitting there, I was like, where did I know? And I was like, okay, that, that makes sense. And thank you for so much for telling me where I know... Uh, uh, Jimmy Tapro from yeah, Battle. he's also in this great like um, I think it's on YouTube. It's like a YouTube series, or I forget what it's on, but it's called The Real Bros of Simi Valley. <laughs> it's like the Real Housewives okay. um, show, but it's all these like f- like douchebag frat bros. <laughs> uh, it's it's incredible, and they all live in like the LA Valley. Is it kind of like Gigolo Horse or Gigolo House, <laughs> like like on Kroll Show? Okay. Yeah, but like a whole season of it. Oh, okay. Well, that that sounds great. Yeah. Um, I will say this movie, the, the laughs I thought were really consistent. I love so uh, Steve Howie is in this, so I know him from. <laughs> and I'm gonna be embarrassed. I admit I watch the show, but I used to love like no shame my game. I used to love Reba. I fucking loved Reba. You he, did love Reba. And, and he played... I've f- heard stories about what happens during Reba. Yeah. In I, your old apartment. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that on mic, <laughs> but... 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 Just, just yeah, things... I know like, you like Reba. Yeah, things things that our <laughs> listeners don't need to hear. You're like, I know some of us, some listeners are like, wait, that's where you're drawing the line? Yeah, shockingly. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to draw the line. I honestly agree with you. That's yeah. where we're drawing the yeah, line. Yeah, for once, I'm going to draw the line somewhere. It... Won't happen often if this is your, if you're a first time listener, but here line will be drawn for this review at least. But he he um, but he's also on Shameless too. He was on, he was on Shameless and uh, he plays Kevin on there and Kevin. Which, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really actually like him on Shameless. Uh, I, I've fallen kind of in and out with Shameless. I'm like alternative. Like oh yeah, that's right. But mm-hmm. but I've actually I've gotten a lot of entertainment on yeah, Shameless. Nikki and I watch the new season every year. Okay, really? Yeah, we love Shameless. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, um, 
He was also in Game Over Man, the Workaholics movie. He was I like that one. Yeah. I he, know how much you hate it, but I, I love yeah, that one. I'm not a fan. But, I watched it twice. But he, uh, but, but he, <laughs> did you really watch it twice? Yeah, I watched it again. Oh, it's son, so funny. Son of a bitch. It's so oh weird. Oh my god. The guys are just so stupid. <laughs> oh, they're so dumb. But, but, but he plays a male stripper here, and oh my god. He, he's dressed oh, up. Oh yeah, that guy, of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course he's in Shameless. Yeah, he was dressed up as like George Washington, yeah. I would say. And it was very yeah, some yeah, some like old like forefathers. Yeah, and so so Stu like so okay. I love how like, invested he got in his relationship that Kumail is trying to work out. So I found this movie like so the, the I think it's like a forty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, and yeah. and as we say on the podcast often, Rotten Tomatoes is not gospel. And I'll be honest, man, I was sitting there watching it, and I went, I don't know where the hate's coming from because I laughed. All the way through, I was like, I'm you, laughing. You did laugh the whole way through. I did. I was like, I'm I was re- laughing a lot too. I was like, I'm really enjoying this. I mean, yeah, the plot is it's very paint by numbers. Like, okay, so he, you know, Stu has to take down, or sorry, Vic has to take down, you know, the last, you know, that that case that one that got away. Yeah. So and then it's one lead leads to the next lead leads to the next lead. Yeah. Except it's, it's just an Uber driver driving him around. Is yeah. The, is the catch. And then, of course, you know that, you, you, you know, that you know, the boss that goes, oh, this got transferred. You go, okay, so the boss is in on it. Like, it's very, you, you know, like, it's yeah, very... Yeah, the twist, the twist definitely made everything at least make sense. I agree. Because when the plot was playing out, I was like, none of this makes any sense. Why is anybody giving him information? Like, or how does he know the information and how did, like, it, not, none of it made sense. But the twist at least tied things together in a way where the writers at least cared. Yeah. Which it, I at least appreciated, even though it was pretty, like, standard, kind of. Yep, the twist is, is the other guy is the rat. Yeah, like... Or there's it, a rat at all. Yeah, it was, it was very kind of like, alright, of course, but... So Stu is working at a um, oh god I'm trying to think of what you'd even compare kind of like a Walmart. oh it's a Dick's Sporting Goods Th- thank you it's yeah. a Dick's Sporting Goods for sure yeah like, I was just in one recently I was like this is a Dick <laughs> okay yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah okay so like I was gonna make a joke I'm gonna let it slide I'm just like it's like it's fine but but so Stu is working there mm-hmm. uh, very much just hating his life yeah his, Jimmy Tatro is his boss yeah Richie Richie is just such a dick to he him. calls he's the first person that calls an Uber at the start of the movie yeah and he just, what does he say he goes like yeah if I don't get like the candy and like the, <laughs> the tunes I'm getting you another like zero stars like yeah. it's like god damn dude like ease up and they have this great montage at the beginning of the movie where it's just all these Uber drive uh, all these Uber riders yeah, that's right who, who are just being so so terrible. Like, yeah, the stereotypical like terrible Uber fares. The person you don't want to be. Which, but I may have been one of them at least once. <laughs> yeah, I the drunk guy. Yeah, I. I <laughs> well, the, the the one the one Halloween uh, or the one uh, Fourth July party. I definitely barely made out of that Uber before like throwing up all over. <laughs> like, like that was that was a rough Fourth of July. So I felt bad for him. I was like, oh, you poor bastard. But. I think if there is a complaint, it like so I didn't know this until recently. That's actually a thing. If you drop below four stars, we're gonna actually fire you. Yeah, like I had no idea that was actually. I have heard that before. Real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? And it was like, yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. And I haven't. I think I've given three drivers maybe less than four stars, like mm-hmm. ever. Like I usually give five stars by default. 
But I've had a couple drivers, I'm like, eh. The okay. only time I don't get five stars is if the dude, like, like I can watch him on the screen and he has no idea, like, where he's going to come pick me up. Okay. And then it, and definitely if he, like, in, intentionally takes wrong turns to make it longer. That's, that's completely fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I... Yeah, Which has only happened, like, maybe once or twice. At the end, I was like, oh, this dude took me for a fucking ride. Y- yeah, like, <laughs> like, oh, look, you're charging me up. But yeah, because it shows you the route you took. Anyway. Yeah. But classic Uber complaints. Cl- <laughs> yeah, yeah, first world problems, right? Yeah. But but what I did love about this, though, Stu, is that Stu is just in a tough spot, man. He has a thing for this girl and uh, Becca who... Uh, uh, being that person before, uh, it's not a great spot to be to be in. So I was like, oh, like I, I was like, oh, this is hitting a little close. I don't know how I feel about this, but red zone, yeah. red zone, but even worse because it was about to be business partners. Which okay, so that is like maybe my biggest complaint about the movie. Like he wants to be with this girl so bad, he goes ahead and signs a business lease with her, yeah. and I was like, um. What the hell are you doing? Like that was the one, one of the few things I just went. Mm, all right, movie. That's a little far. They addressed it at least a little bit when he was telling the girl that he was gonna stop chasing her, and she was like, "So you want to pull your money out?" And he's like, "Oh no, I'm keeping my money, and it's a good investment. That place is gonna make a killing." Remember that? That that, that I mean, that's fair, but yeah. But still, it's a, it's still a terrible idea it, in the first place. But they were just showing what a sucker he was, right? Yeah, and I, I will say they at least address that you know later on. But uh, so <laughs> I, I think one of the things that did make me laugh really hard is that Vic is uh, he ends up getting a late a late a late late stick surgery, right? Oh yeah, this and, is the dumbest part of the plot, and and <laughs> so. I will say, uh, when we lived together, you got LASIK. Yeah. And you were out for, what, a day, I think? Uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's like 24 hours, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the next day still sucks, but you just you just use eye drops, but you have perfect vision. Actually, when I left my LASIK appointment, I had, like, perfect vision. Really? Yeah, but your retinas are all, or I, I don't know what it is, but you can't, you have to have those glasses on that he's wearing. Yeah. Because it, like, shades the light, and you have to stay in, like, a dark room. Yeah. And you're not supposed to watch TV. I don't know. Yeah. This is all. I'm did, sure all very interesting did, to everyone. But did, did, so, so humor. But did, you can did, see. You can see. Like right when they finished, I was like, "Oh my god, I have perfect vision." So did did you watch TV? Oh fuck! Of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I took a long nap because they give you drugs. So I took a long nap, and then I woke up, and I was just like, "It's the evening. Yeah, like, I'm gonna fine. watch TV. I'm a millennial. What the fuck do you think I'm gonna do?" <laughs> that that that's completely fair. <laughs> that's like, what what was that? What was that quack doctor? <laughs> he doesn't know. Yeah, medical the, school. Yeah, God. God. <laughs> I have the internet. <laughs> I read this guy did it, and he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, he was on Ask Jeeves, which is no weird thing, but whatever. Yeah. Ask Jeeves is still relevant. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. But but that is the one part of the plot or one of the parts of the plot where it's it goes in that slapstick category where it's like all right like yeah but they they had to come up with something to make him need an uber the whole time yeah true but it was still dumb but out of all the plot devices they went with like yeah. there's a point where Vic Batista character drives a car into a ditch and just walks away <laughs> Like, yeah, like I mean, there's nothing. some great, like, Mr. Magoo stuff in there. Yeah, but... For sure. But I went... Someone would have called 
the cops or something oh. and been like, Oh, hey, you can't go down that road. Yeah, yeah I, I know. <laughs> like, there, I mean, there are constantly people firing guns into the street. <laughs> There's, like, giant, like, gun battles that, like, are just fine. Don't at worry a, about at it. At a veterinary clinic. At the veterinary clinic. The things are, like, exploding. They just walk out of there. Nothing. Everything's fine. Yeah. Like don't it, worry. Like it. It very much is like that school. Like that. Mo- that school movie syndrome where kids are getting like abused and fucking, and there's like no teachers or principal around. Like yeah. It's very much that. There's no law cops. and order. It's just like Dave Bautista is the only law and order in yeah. L.A. He does what he pleases. It's very. It's very much anarchy. Yeah. But he's like the sheriff of all of L.A. Yeah, and there's no one higher authority. He does what he wants, <laughs> but <laughs> which but, is makes for a great movie, actually. It, it, it does. At least, at least I don't know about great, but very entertaining. Yeah, I, I mean, so as far as the, the whole Uber plot, apparently Dave Bautista and say his name for me, please. Oh, Kumail Nanjiani. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they're actually like best friends in real life, and they, they were on Jimmy Kimmel. I saw that was they were like pretty funny yeah and apparently they've been wanting to work together for a while hence you know hence this vehicle wink and (laughs) and i will say their chemistry is probably the best part of the movie they have a lot of i don't know how much of this was written and how much room they were given the improv because you know on silicon valley you can tell it feels like a lot of Kumail's lines were probably improv. Yeah, because he's a really, really good stand-up comedian. He is, and and writer. He like wrote The Big Sick. Yeah, which is which we never reviewed, but I fucking love that movie. Oh, The Big Sick is incredible. And it, by the way, it's very you, funny. If you have not seen his episode of uh, the re, uh, Twi- uh, the Twilight Zone reboot, I highly recommend. It is fucking amazing. Mm. So please watch that if you have not. And I think Batista. For being such a big guy and just you know being the kind of the the the, the muscle as it were, uh, he does have some really good comedic timing here. Uh, there is a fight between uh, Vic and Stu, which you know on paper Batista would you know beat the shit out of Stu, like it wouldn't even be a contest. But because he's you know he's Matt Murdock, uh, he's unable to see him clearly and stuff like that. And they take advantage of the uh, rip off Dick Sporting Goods. Uh, you know, it turns into kind of like a mini Home Alone fight, which I actually, I actually laughed really hard at how they use. No, the that things. was a great fight. Yeah, how they use the things in the. Uh, and that was another <clears throat> way that they used him not being able to see, because that's the only way a fight would ever, like, <laughs> even go past Batista annihilating him immediately. Yeah. Ab- ab- oh, absolutely. So that worked in that like regard for that fight. Because he was just getting, like, bats chucked at him, and you couldn't see where they were I coming. I know, he's throwing just, like, full-on, like, metal. I was like, Jesus! Yeah. Okay, throwing full-on metal bats at him. <laughs> like, no big deal. Like, alright. off of him. Yeah, but... I, I think... The thing is, it's mostly uh, Batista and... Uh, uh, oh, Kumail. Thank you, <laughs> Kumail. Thank you. Yeah. It's mostly uh, the Batista and Kumail's movie. It's... It, yeah. There's other characters in there, but it's really more of... Which is a good thing, because that they're the best part, for sure. I agree. And so the movie does really focus on them. Like I said, you get a little bit of Batista and uh, his daughter, and then you get a little bit of uh, Betty uh, Gilpin, who plays Becca, who's the, the woman that Stu is pining over. Which, again, I will say, and if if I can have a, uh, you know, a... a Danny Tanner moment here, uh, a black a black Danny Tanner moment, uh... 
I was gonna say Bill Cosby moment, but that will not age well. What, uh, so, so, what he, was in this Lacroix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. <laughs> now, yeah, Colin's white. He's drinking Lacroix, but, but I'm in but, danger. But, calling nine one one. Yeah, stranger danger. But but I will say about this movie though, it does like if you have feelings for someone, just put it out there. Don't do this whole like. It comes across very sneaky, and I think the movie did a like Vic does a good job of calling you out and being like, "Look, dude, man the fuck up and just tell her how you feel." And that's something that's really not portrayed nearly enough. I think we get into that kind of that loop of the whole romantic comedy of you know there will be that moment where you guys like lock eyes and you know you'll just know. And it's like no, people can't read minds. You need to just be straight up with people and be like, "Hey, this is how I feel." So. I really appreciate when Stu just laid it out there and went, "Look, you know, this is how I'm, how I'm feeling." Because they, uh, <laughs> because when he's talking to the uh, the, the one stripper uh, in, in, in in the in the club there, he's talking about how you know, oh, you know, we watched when Harry met Sally one time, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we, and, you know, we boned, and I I appreciate that because. First off, being being the guy that in the scenario, it's really difficult because you are kind of like, all right, so is this, does this mean we're dating or was it a one-off or, you know. So I remember the first time I went through that, I felt I was going to be, I felt so much like Stu watching this. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm relating this to more than I probably should. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I, yeah, I feel that, man. And it, the movie does a good job of being like, yeah, you know, it was just kind of a one-off thing, and he's just like, oh, shit, what do I do? And the girl, uh, the girl he's pining over, Becca, the fact that she is dating a Laker, like uh, a made-up Laker. Like, Ex-Laker, yeah, made-up one. Yeah, a made-up one. Like, yeah, she's not, like, you know, fucking Nick Young or, <laughs> or something <laughs> like because he's faithful. But, uh, but, but, uh, but I appreciate the fact that he has this guy who's, like, quote, definition of a man, and he's just, like, you know, he's an Uber driver who doesn't know what the fuck he's, you know, he's driving, but he doesn't know where he's going. Getting deep. Ooh, right? There you go. But I, I really appreciated that, and I thought the way they wrapped up the storyline, they didn't go the very, very easily predictable route of him and her getting together. I really appreciate that didn't happen. Yeah, that's true. Because that would have been very easy. Like, hey, they ended up together anyway. Yeah, it showed more self-respect. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, that doesn't always happen. So I appreciate that they went, nah, that's not what what, what happens. Now, the moment I saw that Vic had a daughter, I went, oh, all right. I went, all right, I know this is going. That was the first thing I thought. The the first time that Kumail started talking to his daughter, I was like, oh, yeah, they're getting together. Like, like you know, this is this is what's happening. Yeah, and, but I mean, just uh, I mean, like I said, I like the fights. Uh, I, I um, the fights got better as they went on. Like as far as the action scenes, I went okay. Mm-hmm. These are these are actually being done really well. I thought the third act was really funny. There's a whole sequence early on in the movie when uh, Stu initially picks up Vic and he's talking to him about like, oh hey, so like. What kind of music guy are you? You like rap? I got rap. I've got rock. I've got classic rock. I've got adult contemporary. I've got all this in my iPod. Like what? And he's kind of like, you know, what? I pay you for a. I think he says the class. Like, like I pay you for a classic rock guy. And he goes like, you know, sticks. I feel like you like sticks. And in the third act, in like the last big car chase, 
they do use "Come Sail Away," and I will admit, whenever <laughs> I hear, great. whenever I hear "Come Sail Away," I think about the uh, South Park version when Cartman, oh, yeah. when Cartman sings it. That's where my brain immediately goes now. Uh-huh. But this actually brought me back to classic sticks. So I went, yeah, like I like the original version. Hell yeah, like I, I can get down some "Come Sail Away" I'll, in a great car chase scene. Yeah, uh, I like that car chase. They. they they throw a propane tank. Like, and it goes through impales this guy. his face. It goes through this guy's face, and then the car explodes. I'm like, wait, this what? Mo- this movie was low key graphic. Yeah, like at the start, people's heads were like getting shot and like exploding blood. Yeah, and it's a violent movie. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's almost like so. I almost compare it to if you took Rush Hour. And you took kick ass and you put them in a blender. Yeah. This is kind of what you would. It get. reminded me of also that Ryan Reynolds Sam Jackson movie. Oh, Hitman's Bodyguard. That it was kind of like that. And I now I I I'm a huge. I actually own Hitman's Bodyguard. I real <laughs> I really enjoy like the way you feel about Game Over, man. Like I love Hitman's Bodyguard, and we're yeah. getting a sequel, and I'm like, yes, I'm all about a sequel to Hitman's Bodyguard. I I didn't even think about that. That's a really good. I was thinking Hitman's Bodyguard when you were seeing this, but I actually liked this one much more. Yeah, I know you weren't a fan of Hitman's Bodyguard. Hitman's Bodyguard was fine, but I didn't think it was nearly as funny as you did. But I I thought this one was really funny. So, I mean, getting to to final thoughts here, I I I had a lot of fun with this, man. Like, I had a lot of fun with this. More than I was expecting. Mm -hmm, Me too. Because, like I said, I was hearing some reviews from people, and they're like, yeah, I didn't like it. I'm like, "Mm, okay, but... You know, I, I we were talking about it on the on drive over. Co- comedy is very much like horror in that sense. It is so subjective. Sometimes I think a movie just flat out sucks. And if you've listened to the podcast, I will make no qualms about saying that. But I just I had so much genuine just fun with this. I was like, yeah, I like I laughed. I I I spit up uh, <laughs> I spit up strawberry daiquiri. Yeah, you seriously did like the comedic spit out a drink. <laughs> yeah, like, in a theater. Yeah, un- unintentionally. <laughs> it was so. a wild sight. Yeah, like uh, again, like <laughs> luckily everything was fine. Yeah, uh, it's a really good thing that guy like wasn't like like mean or like a racist yeah. or both. That would he been was a alone real... too. So yeah, like I mean. He seemed cool. Like he, I mean, he seemed cool. He was laughing. He was laughing hard. I was like, yeah. okay. Right but, after you spit uh, <laughs> the margarita on him, he was laughing at like the very next scene. Yeah, so, so he, was, like, he didn't care. Yeah, so I was like, okay, yeah. To that guy for listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I felt like such a dick just called telling me that. It was like, just, oh. it, honestly, yeah. You, you. I think. You, if I would have saw this movie by myself in a theater, I would have. I probably would give it like a, maybe even a whole grade lower. Really? I don't. I had no idea. Maybe okay. I would have still loved it and laughed the whole time. But you, you really loved it. I, so I, I think it made me like it too, more because you were just laughing uh, the whole time. So I realize <laughs> I'm going to be way higher than probably most critics. But as I've said, I don't apologize for my ratings. I, I rate no, it by the it way. Was, like, it was a, like a really fun movie. So I'm going to give this... Oh, man. What am I going to give this? I'm going to give this an A-, man. Because nice. I will buy this when it comes out. And I'll yeah. and I'll have people be like, hey, let's watch this. Let's watch Stuber. Like, hey, guys. Want to come over? Get some Stuber, beer? Stuber has tons of, like, just scenes you can put on. And they're really funny. Yeah, now I will say as a point of reference, I like because I think some people would ask like, "Did you like this or tag more?" Tag is still my like. I still like tag more because I just I I, I tag, tag is like a big ensemble cast too. That yeah. one's like 
And it has like Jeremy Renner doing the action. He was like prime Hawkeye. Yeah, like that was that was that's a really good movie. Yeah, so I mean, I would like something like Tag more personally, mm-hmm. but considering just how much I I, with that. I I was not expecting to like this this much, this really caught me off guard. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, but in like a good way. I'm like, all right, yeah. I, I really appreciate this. So yeah, solid uh, solid uh, solid A minus for me. Uh, Mr. Colin, your final yeah. thoughts and grades, sir. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, it, it was it was surprised me how much I did like it, um, but like not a ton because I was actually feeling like the the cast they put together was gonna work pretty well, just in Dave Batista and Kumail. Yeah, because the last things I've seen them in, like, I they're really funny in their roles, like Dave Batista. Um, uh, what's the what's his name? Drax. Drax. Yeah. Drax is classic. Yes, he is. I mean, Drax is usually one of the funniest people in the Marvel movies. Yeah. So I mean, you knew him, like playing off uh, Kumail, who was just in the Big Sick, who was like Kumail's just like all he does is zip out witty one-liners. He's the best part about Men in Black International, by the way. Yeah. Just that out there. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, like, all of Silicon Valley, that's his character. He just throws out jabs. Yeah. He just, like, he just knows what to say. That's his whole character. And he and he's a brilliant uh, comic. And you know a lot of that, what he says, is improv. Oh, yeah. Um, so the two of them together, like, it worked as well as I hoped it would. Because um, they're both funny. Like, Dave Bautista has, like, a ton of, like, comedic timing. He's actually very good. And then Kumail, yeah, just watching the two of them together, that's already, like, a solid grade. Um, but it was a pretty entertaining movie. I can't say the plot was really, like, nah, keeping sorry. me, like, too riveted. Um, like, at the end, I was kind of just, like, I was happy how quickly they ended it. They had one good fight scene, and then they're like, all right, we're good. So, sorry, before you get to your rating, yeah. the, the director of this, uh, Michael Dowd. I looked at him real quick. He hasn't done much, yeah. He, he's done some, he did something I hated. He did Take Me Home Night. Oh. I fucking hate that movie. Oh, that, really? That is, oh, do you remember that movie with Topher Grace? And, uh, yeah, I don't oh, remember hating man. it. But oh, I hate that movie. So, Goon isn't bad. I, I actually, actually really enjoyed Goon. So it's, Goon is, yeah, with Sean Williams. And then he did Man Seeking Woman, which I know you're kind of oh like, like, like you're like you're not a fan. Like I watched he did the a, whole show, or he just directed a few episodes. Uh, he directed like six episodes. Okay, yeah, so, uh, I don't like that show. Yeah, uh, and and then the the writer, a Tripper Clancy, has really done just like shorts. So Hot dog. Yeah, so I'll, <laughs> this is his grand sequel to Hot yeah, Dog. This is his magnum opus, <laughs> as it were. So I mean, it is. It's it's crazy to me yeah. that. Again, if you, I have not watched Take Me Home Night in a minute, but man, I, I, oh man, I, I cannot stand Take Me Home Night. He did What If with Daniel Ratcliffe, which I actually own. I really enjoy that what movie. What If is fine. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. So, it, well, it, What If has the girl from The Big Sick? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That is her. Yeah. Oh my, you're blowing my mind. God, we're just, just putting together all these different actors and actors yeah. and shit I like. Or, or, hey, I like What If. Yeah. I like when they get naked, it's real sexy. Right, I know. You get to see Harry Potter's Patronus. Yeah. The hot super hot. Sorry, you're great. Oh, yeah. What movie are we talking about? <laughs> Stuber, Stuber, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, the guy's name's Stu. He drives an Uber. Stuber. Stuber, hi. B, B plus. Let's go B plus. B plus, that's yeah. fair. I like Stuber. I would definitely watch Stuber again. I was on that B plus A minus like yeah. When I walked out of the theater, I was like, "That was a B plus." That's fair. So I was like, "Unless Hunter gives it less than that, I, I have to give it less than Hunter because <laughs> I know I liked it less than Hunter because Hunter loved it." That's completely fair. <laughs> 
But yeah, man, I left the theater. I was like, man, I, was like, I just, I just had fun with it. I was like, this is just. A it was really- a really fun time. That and you know what? Clean ninety minutes. Gotta appreciate thank- that. Okay, which get in and get out. Thursday night movie, perfect. Which thank God, because so. This is something we've talked about multiple times on the podcast. There is no reason a comedy needs no. to be too over two. That's goddamn actually hours. the worst part of the big sick is that yeah. it's like two fucking hours. Yeah, because the last thirty minutes where she's just like really sick. Obviously, it's called the big sick, but it doesn't need to be as long as it is. Agreed. So and I mean, the fact is, clean ninety minutes, comedy, action, get everything you want, popcorn, get out of there. I love it. Yeah, I, that's I, probably one of the best things about it. I yeah, I absolutely love that. It was like it was very clean. It was very sleek, and I was like, man. And it felt like it flew by, which is how it should feel. Yeah. Like, think, like, no think. scenes dragged too much. No. It just kind of got on with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Absolutely loved it. Though. Got to see a big old black dick. But, yeah. So, there's some. There's some <laughs> yeah. And, and kind of sneak into the, yeah, the background. Yeah. And not, one and, of the shots. And, and, and not mine for context. But, but, but they, I'm sure the same size. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a garden hose. But I. But, <laughs> What did the girl say? It was like a dick the size the Simon of Bird. Simon Bird. <laughs> which, which, that was a great joke. Which the fact they pulled Simon Bird, I went really. Like, that was the most random. I, that caught me off guard. She said, "The dick the size of Simon Birch." I started laughing. I like, haven't thought about Simon Birch exactly. in so long. That was and, the best part of the. And joke. I'm probably gonna think about like black dicks. <laughs> Simon Birch from that now just on. ruined Simon Birch. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the guy who wrote Simon Birch is like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, come Simon on. Simon fucking Birch, that well, movie. Watch the rentals go up like 300%. I'm gonna go buy it on Amazon right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's like, watch it be like, oh, okay, there better be a black dick in this. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be disappointed as hell. But yeah, man, like, I enjoyed this. Like, I. I <laughs> It won't be all like my best stuff or anything, but I really did laugh hard. And when this comes out, I'll buy it. Like I'll definitely buy this. But uh, yeah, but got, uh, but yeah, B plus. I like that. I like that. But guys, what did you think of Stuber? Because uh, there was nothing else coming out this this week. Like <laughs> like that's it. Yeah, because Far From Home is gonna come out. Is is already out. It's gonna crush everything again. And then yeah, this is gonna. Pale in comparison to Far From Home Two. Yeah, and, and I'll be and I'll be honest. I did get uh, I, I did have someone ask me like, "Are you gonna review Crawl?" No, I, I saw the trailer for it. Like, I'm not reviewing it. So I was I don't like, even know what that is. "Yeah, it, it, yeah, it looks like this very just dumb." Like, yeah, I was just like, "I'm not, I'm not watching this." I might see it. Is it horror? It, it's horror, but it doesn't even look a good horror. It just yeah. looks like it's like it's 87 minutes. I told you anything. I'm just like slasher. It's like like a like a mutant snake or some shit breaks into this like there's a flood and then like snakes come in. Wow. It, it's just it looks dumb. I'm just like I, I mean, don't. Why would you watch that when you could just watch Snakes on a Plane? Yeah, much and, better movie. And there's at least snakes. boobs and snakes on a plane too, and Samuel Jackson. So I want to watch Snakes on a Plane now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe I'll review Snakes on a Plane this weekend. Like why? <laughs> That'd be great. Why the fuck not? Instead of Crawl, we've decided to it, review Snakes. You on know a plane. what? You, you know if you're free Sunday, you let me know. <laughs> Let's review Snakes on a Plane instead. But but uh, guys, if you've seen Stuber, let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and follow us on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, Spotify and Podbean at the Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. Go and engage with us. Let us know what you're liking so far this year. I already have my top four cur- favorite films of the year currently. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I um, 
I'll give away my number one right now. It might change, who knows? But right now, my number one favorite movie of the year is Booksmart. It's it's number Ooh, one. Oh yeah, like I think that's, that's mine too. Yeah, actually. like I love Booksmart. Right now, it's Booksmart one, one, Booksmart one, Rocket Man two, Rocket Man two. Yeah. Wow, I need to see Rocket Man. Yeah, love Rocket Man, and then number three would be Endgame right now. Like I. But you get but if you what you said before was true, you gave that an A plus only. I did, yeah. But but it's top ten. It's Far it's, From Home got a fan fucking test. It did, and, and Far From Home is four. And the reason I give Endgame the slight edge on Spider Man is just because it did wrap up twenty two films worth of yeah. an arc. And it's got maybe my favorite last hour in film in the last ten years. Like I, I love that last hour of that movie so much. When Black Panther comes through, dude, and and everyone just comes out comes out of the portals. I yeah, that last hour, I'm like, this is just this is everything I wanted. So yeah, Team Groot, uh, yeah, Team Groot, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you've not seen Booksmart and listen to our Booksmart review, go listen to that. It's a it's a great movie if you have not seen it. But yeah, really good. And uh, uh but guys, uh, you can follow us on follows yours truly, pardon me, on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Scott, who will be making his return next week. Which I'm really excited to get Scott back on here at Nearman the First. You can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Next weekend we'll have a review up for the Lion King that comes out on Thursday. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Fuck. I'm excited for that, man. I'm, I'm ready. Lion to, King. I'm ready to cry again because I know I will. Cry. Mufasa's like, gonna make it this time, Hunter. I, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I get your hopes up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I feel so bad for like an eight-year-old kid who has not seen the original. There'll be no stampede. <laughs> yeah, no scars. <laughs> not in the picture. No long live the king line. Yeah, yeah be- the movie's just gonna be about Simba growing up happily with his father his whole life. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, never mind. I'm not gonna say that, but but um, the one review up for Lion King, and then one review up as well for Stranger Things three. Oh, I already finished it. I did too. Damn, I, I'm I shit gets crazy. Yeah, we, we we will save it for next weekend because I'm very curious to get your thoughts. Hopper. Yeah, I I know, I know. No spoilers. Yeah, Hopper's great. <laughs> He's everything's fine. The the, the <laughs> yeah yeah you won't cry at all. The, <laughs> The one thing I will say about the show, um, I love the action so much more this season than I did in season two. That is the one thing I will give away by my review, and I'm going to leave it at that. But uh, we'll have a review. <laughs> yep, yeah, t- TBC, but we'll have a review up, but we'll have a review up for that next weekend as well, guys. And actually this weekend, um, actually next weekend as well, we'll have a review up as well for uh, When They See Us, which I've been working through. Um it's really hard for me to work through that because it's a very rough show or rough miniseries, but it's so brilliantly done. But uh, we'll have a review up the, uh, next weekend for that as well. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Peace.